Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call. Clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Ah, uh, yes, here we are. It is July 8th, 2023, and it is time for our fellow colliders to assemble here on the Fightful AEW Collision post-show. And for the first time in his illustrious career, CM Punk has defeated Samoa Joe in what is... There's only one word that can accurately describe this match. That match slapped, without a doubt. That match 100% slapped. One of my favorite CM Punk matches since he's come back. And definitely the best one since he's returned. Uh, well, since the second coming, shall we say. Uh, we appreciate everybody who is here. Rick Uccino, Iridian, Cresta. We're all here for the first time in since the opener. The, the gang is here, and we're not Who's alone. This guy? We're not alone. We got to run in. We got to run in. We got, we, we got some breaking, fightful, select news. Best $5 you can spend in the wrestling business. So if you're not... If you are not subscribed, please hop on that. This man needs your $5 immediately. Let's I do. Get, we all do. But uh, Sean Rossap with some uh, some news tonight. What's what's going on, Sean? What you got? Yeah, I like to hop on some of these bigger shows or when we have an abundance of news over on FightfulSelect.com. I thought the Joe versus Punk thing was a pretty big newsworthy thing. I've, I've got a living room full of friends downstairs right now, and we were switching <laughs> back and forth between Robbie Lawler winning his retirement fight via KO and uh, Punk and Joe, and now we're about to watch the UFC pay-per-view. But there was a lot that went into this. If some of the matches seemed a little bit long, well, they were, because Willow, unfortunately, got her bell rung, and that caused a pretty significant shift in this show. So uh, I would imagine time shifts happened as well. But CM Punk, Samoa Joe, this is a match that Punk started to pitch when it became evident for a while that he'd be working with Jericho. And he's like, how about Joe? <laughs> how about we do Joe? And at the time, we wouldn't have known that it led to what it led to. Because uh, obviously creative plans adjusted. And Punk was supposed to face Kenta. And then they had to pivot to Kojima. 
And now we've got this Owen Hart tournament match. And now we've got extra layers of this. Ricky Starks next week. Uh, and then more stuff with Joe even beyond. But Joe and Punk is something that Punk has wanted to do for quite some time. Fightful Select reported uh, some more today on a Voices of Wrestling report about Punk offering to compete in Blood and Guts. And I have... <laughs> I have definitely talked to some people that said, you know, I think Punk probably did that or put that out there to be like, see, I'm willing to work with him type of thing, knowing that that was never really a possibility. Now, I can't speak for CM Punk, but people definitely think that. And I was told by people in the company, neither team would want him in that situation. Yeah, Rick, I, I see you. Uh, go ahead. Hold on, but I'm just, uh, just thinking, if there was one match that any member of the elite would want to get him in. It would be blood and guts, right? Like, Sure. But, I mean, the, the partners for blood and guts are set. They were set as of earlier last week. Like, it's it's done good. There you go. Since Brian Danielson fell out, he hasn't been at TV. I don't know how involved he is in creative, but that's a bummer that he fell out. But pretty quickly after that, they I was told they had the person that is going to fill in. And I'm told that they make sense it, like from, from a kayfabe perspective as well. So punk wasn't going to be that. And I, one of those things where you say, sure, I'll mow the lawn. <laughs> and you know that you ain't mowing the lawn that day. Somebody else is already doing it, but um, it does look like Willow's going to be okay. She did that thing today. They've got her scheduled and all that, but uh, in other women's division stuff, Harley Cameron Fightful select reported last week, she is under a full-time deal with AEW, so that's why you're seeing her featured a lot more of late. You're going to see Julia Hart featured a lot more of late. You right. saw her in singles action. We haven't been seeing that uh, much, but she is going to be featured a little bit more. And Scorpio Sky, his first match in a year, but he's been healthy for like eight or nine months from what I understand. Like He's been healthy for quite some time, has just been waiting on creative, and during all this time, he hasn't like been on the road with AEW. He wasn't even at AEW's LA show, which surprised a lot of the people that I talked to because that's his home area. So uh, always, always newsworthy stuff on Collision. There's there's stuff all over the place. But uh, I, I thought that uh, Punk and Joe, interesting. FTR and Bullet Club Gold, it's very clear they ate up some of that time oh, yeah. that, that Willow was going to get on this show. but uh, That was such a good match. It was. I We were flipping back and forth with that one, and we're like, this ain't over? Like, and it was it was very good. Like, through two commercial breaks, I believe it did, yeah. At one point, I was like, is this for the titles? And I didn't know it. Like, <laughs> But now they, they've set that up, and um, I think Bullet Club Gold continue to prove their worth since joining AEW Collision, and... Uh, this is you definitely see who's on what brand in on on this show specifically. You see who the colliders are, so to speak. But yeah. I want to thank you all for letting me uh, join all that good stuff. Please leave a thumbs up, guys. If you're watching, send your super chats, send your humper chats, support these great hosts. And uh, I'll be over on FightfulSelect.com every single day. We've got another post show on Fightful Select going right now with Alex. So uh, check that out after this one as well. But thank you guys so much for having me. Thank you, Sean. Thank I you, Sean, for popping in. If you get anything else, please just just go right on in. I mean, it's your website. I will. It's your site. Just come on and do yeah. whatever the yeah, hell you want. Yeah, that's true. Job. I got the link. See you guys later. <laughs>
<laughs> uh, again, guys, there you go. Uh, it is just, oh, we need to make a switch here. There I we go. Now, now we're all good. We're, we're all in our, our correct spots. <laughs> and, and this is a historic moment for the first time on this show. All three people, just the three of us. You know, daddy's gone. He, he's left the building now. He's left the he's left the kids at home. And mm-hmm. and here we are to break down the uh, the rest of uh, AEW collision tonight, of course, highlighted by that huge uh, CM Punk Samoa Joe matchup. Uh, by the way, they did a, uh, a watch along earlier on Fightful Overbook today, uh, just outlining the entire CM Punk Samoa Joe uh, history between the, the two of them. Uh, I was hoping to get over there, but I just kind of lost track of time with everything that I was doing today. But uh, uh, Kate Hensler was uh, was big on that there. I believe uh, uh, Doc Mueller from uh, Bleacher Report and a few other people were on over there. So if you if you want, if you just got your appetite whetted tonight by Samoa Joe and CM Punk, there's a lot more over on Fightful Overbook uh, right now. But uh, again, guys, yes, get your uh, humper chats in, get your super chats in. We will be reading all of those throughout the entirety of the show. We got Drew, our excellent moderator, who is going to be uh, helping us out and collecting all those and getting those set up for us. So uh, really appreciate that. And uh, every super chat and humper chat goes to pay the fine folks over here at fightful uh let's do something guys that we haven't done before let's actually start with the main event because that is uh (laughs) why wait right we 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 got we got close to 500 people in here get those thumbs up guys for audience right uh we got almost 500 people in here we know they all want to talk about cm punk uh versus samoa joe this is a match guys that that i didn't even like bother taking notes for like i didn't want to miss anything i just wanted to kind of to soak everything in every every sound, every uh, impact. And when Samoa Joe is in a match, you know there's going to be a lot of slaps, a lot of loud slaps, a lot of impactful moves. And I hope, I just hope everybody who's watching right now, my fellow colliders, uh, can find something in their life that they love as much as Samoa Joe loves hurting people. Because you can just see, (laughs) as he is wrenching in these holds on CM Punk, he has just got the biggest smile on his face like it's his wedding day and he's watching his beautiful bride walk down the aisle. Like that is the look that Samoa Joe had in his eyes tonight. Um, CM Punk ends up winning the match. Kind of, kind of fluky, kind of fluke. Joe, Joe, once again, as he said at the end of it, uh, Iridian proved that he's the better competitor of the two. He had this thing won. It was just a matter of time until Punk was able to, to slip out of the coquina clutch and, and roll up uh, Joe to get his shoulders down for a three. So Punk gets the win. But Joe, once again tonight, as he has throughout their entirety of their career, he proved he was the better guy tonight. He was the star of the match, I think. And you know what? He looked like he was the better guy tonight. He looked like he was on his way to winning this match. And I had the same look on my face that Joe had. He was like, what, just, what is going on? I. I couldn't even process it. It took me about that full minute till Joe recuperated. And he's like, I just lost this match. Yeah. I was so surprised and kind of disappointed. I was like, dang, Joe. Like, and uh, like you said, uh, Cresta, you know, because we were talking about this. We couldn't wait to talk about this, guys, that we were on the groove chat. We were like, look at what's happening. What is what's going on? But um, you said the most devastating move, the roll up. And I agree with you. Absolutely. Yes. I was devastated. I'm like, come on. It felt like. Like Joe had that match won. The most devastating move in sports entertainment, besides the yam bag shuffle, is the backwoods, the roll up, the surprise roll up. Because I too, I was like, yo, CM Punk 
is about to put Samoa Joe over. Oh, no, he's not. Oh. <laughs> I mean, that, that was the whole story of the match, right? We CM Punk, if you go back and you watch him on commentary as you watch, you know, Joe, um, you know, just decimate Roderick Strong, like the entire time, every time they cut back to Punk and they they had him on camera a lot during that match. And I believe, Aridian, you brought up the fact that it was almost like taking away from the match how much they were putting the camera on CM Punk. Yeah. They did that for a reason is because they were setting up this match tonight. Punk knew he was going to get his ass beat. Like he <laughs> knew he was in for a rough night at the office. The whole story was how does Punk find a way to get the job done and get the win? And yeah, honestly, I'm sitting here and I'm going, you know, if Adam Cole interjects in this or they do something stupid, like they do the revenge angle for Roderick, I'm going to be kind of mad. Like I, this match is almost too important to a lot of wrestling fans to have some BS at the end of it. So I'm like, I don't know how punk wins this. And then he gets the roll up and I'm like, yeah, okay. I guess that's kind of like the best thing that they honestly could have done in that, in that situation, Iridium. But you said something in the chat, um, our, our pre-show chat uh, beforehand that I agreed with, man. Like I, uh, Really early on in this match, I was rooting for Samoa Joe to win it because I feel like I agree with you. I'm stealing your words exactly. He's a guy who just deserves everything in the wrestling business. And I will never, I will never forgive WWE for treating him the way that he did uh, during his main roster run. Um, highly, highly underutilized, almost criminally. So, like, somebody should file some charges for the way that man was treated. But, like, seriously, um, yeah, I was rooting for Joe in this one, man, because he, he does. He's just, he's one of the all-time best, and I don't feel like he gets the credit he deserves. Totally. I will also piggyback and say that in the pre-promo that they had, Joe said very succinctly, and they gave CM Punk all this dialogue, he said, even on your best day, you'll never be as good as me ever in your life. I like Samoa Joe. You could have been a preacher. You could have been a politician, but you chose to do wrestling. You are so good on the mic. And what's even worse is that you're 10 times as dangerous in the ring. CM Punk got beat up that whole match. He slapped the tattoos off that man's chest. He worked that man's arm, his leg. And when he, when he was up on the the um, the ring post and he slapped that man off the ring, oh, I was like, God. yo, you can't do that to an old person. That's not nice. <laughs> Dude, it was just, such a good match, but like Jesus, dude. The the first slap that he hit was still the the hardest one for me because it's like it was like Samoa Joe was trying to catch a fly. Like that was the entire <laughs> opening of the match. Is like he's got the fly swatter and he's just swinging this thing wildly through the air, and and CM Punk is just nope, you ain't gonna get me, you ain't gonna get me. And finally, it's like he cornered him and he just blasted that man across the back, like so so disrespectfully. Uh, on it. I mean, he put some stank on that for sure. But uh, yeah, this was, I thought this was a great story. Cat and mouse at the beginning. Samoa Joe just absolutely dominates. And then Punk ends up getting the win. And then after the matchup, you got the crowd. They're, they're, they're on their feet. They're cheering for Owen Hart. I thought that was a great opening promo from CM Punk tonight saying, hey, look, tonight, it ain't about me. It ain't about Joe. You know, it ain't about our history. It's about Owen Hart. And, you know, what he did for so many people, what he meant for so many people in the business. Um, you know, I probably wouldn't be here. A lot of people in the locker room wouldn't be here without Owen Hart. So it's about him. We had multiple Owen Hart chants during the main event tonight. And then afterwards they're chanting for Owen and we get the, the handshake between two rivals. 
And then Joe just once again just beats the piss out of him, slaps cocaine on him. The, you never walk away from a handshake until you've broken the hand, CM Punk. All right. You don't turn your back and walk away and still have the hand because you know you're getting your ass pulled back in and taken down. And that's exactly what Samoa Joe did. Because Iridian, Samoa Joe is an asshole in the best way possible. Rookie move, rookie mistake, CM Punk. <laughs> you brought this upon yourself, sir. Like, I was the joy in my heart when I saw him go into that coquina clutch and fall back. I said, yes, yes. And then the ref's trying to get him off. I'm like, no, let him, let him. Oh, my God. It was so, so good. We got uh, some super chats and humper chats in. Uh, feel free to get those in, guys. That's the way you're going to get your comments read on the air, and we will read all of them uh, throughout the entirety of the show before we get off the air. So send those in, and, and Drew will uh, make sure, believe me, he will make sure that I read them. Uh, we got one from uh, Eloquent saying, wish Punk had rocked the XXX fight shorts a la Ring of Honor. I did like Punk's gear tonight, though, right? I think it was it was very, it was a tribute. To, to owen and that was all about him and like you said it wasn't about punk but uh it was about owen hart tonight i get i get the sentiment right with all the ring of honor history but uh i, I like the gear that he had on uh parker hines says i truly believe that ricky will beat punk next week and he says for the women they have uh they've built sky blue to be a believable winner of the tournament and john wick is asking the real question is does punk put ricky over uh Ricky Starks did beat Powerhouse Hobbs. We will we'll talk about that match in a little bit more detail coming up, but it does set up Cresta an interesting final uh, next week between Punk and Ricky Starks. I think that with Punk going on this rehab of the personality tour or, or persona tour, it would be great if he put over Ricky Starks. Mm-hmm. I think now I'm gonna try to keep it lighthearted, but I'm gonna be real with you. Last year when we did this tournament, we never saw those belts again or that cup again until now. So in the grand scheme of things, I think it'll be great if you put Ricky Starks over, even if it's a schmoz finish. I think that would be fantastic because Ricky Starks is one of those wrestlers that deserve everything too. And in the confines of AEW, he is a pillar. He's one of those guys that will propel your company to the next level. You have to put faith in him. And I think CM Punk giving him the rub would absolutely do it. Are they going to do it? If he's really one Bill Phil, I don't think. <laughs> I'm just yeah. Th- th- look, let's be honest. This tournament was always CM Punk's to lose, right? Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, with Ricky, because I agree with everything that you just said, the guy's a five tool player. I think he's got mm-hmm. everything you could possibly want. Um, and no, I don't count the FTW championship. No disrespect to it. Uh, until it actually happens, I don't. I don't think. I I'll believe yeah. Ricky gets a big win when it actually happens. Like I, I think I it's a CM I, Punk, like you said. I I Iridian, am I wrong here? Like like Ricky Starks was made for Collision because it's an entire show that was built for dudes that people have been screaming, "Hey, we want more of these guys. Push these guys." The entire roster, for the most part, is built off of those people. Uh, and then the tag team division. I mean, you got Ricky and and Andrade and Miro. There's so many guys, uh, Scorpio Sky, so many talented people who have not been on television on the regular basis. Now they're they're building this whole new brand. And yeah, Ricky is. Look, uh, Ricky should be the top babyface on this show, especially when CM Punk is going to be a heel half the time because he's going to go to towns where he's going to get booed, Iridian, and he's going to go to towns where he's going to get cheered. Yeah, Regina, very big CM Punk guy. They love Punk. 
But Yo, I was so surprised that there wasn't a chorus of booze tonight. <laughs> it's gonna it's so interesting. It's so yeah. like it's gonna be so interesting to watch him go from territory to territory until they ultimately decide if they're gonna make him a heel or not. But we'll see how Calgary is next week. But uh yeah. Ricky, Ricky's the guy. Like Ricky's the top babyface. If you can't rely on Punk to be the quote unquote babyface, or mm-hmm. if they're gonna turn him heel, like I talked about last week already. Well, Ricky needs to be put over. This is all I'm gonna say. Philip <laughs> needs to show up to work and do the job. Okay, that's what he needs to do <laughs> next week. I need him to get there and just lay down and <laughs> let Ricky Starks win because I feel like this has been such an emotional journey. If you're a fan of Ricky Starks, like tonight we got to see him go against Hobbs, but next week it's gonna be very interesting in regards to cheers because we saw them when they teamed together. Ricky with FTR and CM Punk that they were booing FTR. They were booing CM Punk, but then Ricky got into the ring and everybody loved Ricky Starks. Mm -hmm. So you are going to see that clear defined line of people who are like, we want to see Ricky win and CM Punk just coming off of a big win against Samoa Joe. Wouldn't you want to push the younger talent, the talent who also has been working so hard to come up in AEW I think that just makes the most sense is to push Ricky and let him wear that title the whole year. Believe it or not. So I was curious. Ricky Starks is 33. What? Yeah. That's a young man. I do what? Mm-hmm. Would, would, would you believe it? If I told you that Damian priest is 40, everybody always, excuse me. Yeah. You heard what I said. You That's like when I found out Orange Cassidy's like almost 40. I was like, excuse me? Yeah, Orange yeah. does not look his age. That's crazy. Look, look, guys, age is just a number. What if I told you that Damian Priest is older than L.A. Knight? Yeah. L.A. Knight, who, LA Knight who was reportedly made a manager because he was too old, yet Damian Priest just won money in the bank. That's a young man, Maury. I, I, don't I, call, I call BS on some of those things that L.A. Knight was told. Yeah, anyway, we're getting off track here. But yeah, Ricky... <laughs> Ricky is like his career as like a, a a headliner is is still young, but I mean he's he's been doing it for a long time and he's really good and it's long overdue for him uh, to go over. So that was our opening contest tonight, by the way, which was uh, Powerhouse Hobbs and Ricky Starks, the other semifinal that we all assumed that was going to happen, and um kind of kind of similar mold here as the as the main event because Ricky uh, Cresta got. You know, taken to the woodshed, as Jr. Uh-huh. would say uh, early on, and it was like, "Well, how does Ricky Starks <laughs> in this matchup?" And different from CM Punk, because there was no shenanigans. We knew we were getting shenanigans in this matchup because, for some reason, not one, not two, but three interferences last week allowed Powerhouse Hobbs to beat Dustin Rhodes. So. I don't. I, I still disagree with how they booked that match last week. So, but the way they booked that match last week, I'm like, y'all better have Ricky win this dang match. <laughs> and it was actually QT that ended up costing Hobbs this week. And then we saw Hobbs plant QT afterwards. But what did you think about this matchup? How it was booked? The the story was told. Everything that uh, that happened uh, leading up to Ricky's win tonight. Let me start off with the main thing that I really liked. Powerhouse Hobbs looked amazing here. He reminded me of a young Stevie Ray from Harlem. He he was, mm. oh, 
Mm. He was beating the brakes off of Ricky Starks. Uh, and preach. Ricky Starks was selling it. Even if Ricky Starks wasn't getting the brakes beat off of him, Ricky Starks was making it look like he was fighting the school bully, and this was his last stand. It was such a good match. I will say, I understand the QT Marshall run-in, but at some point, the shenanigans got too much. When Hobbs had the visual pin on Starks, all you had to do, QT, was step down. Jump down. Stop arguing with Aubrey because there was at least a 10 count, bro. You literally screwed him for no reason. Aaron Solo getting the spine buster at the end for his troubles. I get it. But I don't know. I think Hobbs should be on his Randy Orton shit because Cameron Race, uh, I'm sorry, Harley Cameron would have definitely got a spine buster too. She definitely would have got a spine buster because it's like the third or fourth time that at the big one, QT Marshall has cost Hobbs the big one. And I don't know why he's teaming with him. And after this match, it's very clear you don't need this guy, in my opinion. Oh, yeah. And I think that was the message that Hobbs sent tonight. And I think it was the message that we were all hoping he would send to Ridian because it's like, Hobbs did not need QT. He never needed QT Marshall. He he definitely didn't need him to beat Dustin Rhodes. If you want to give Dustin Rhodes a competitive match because he's this old style gunslinger still trying to kick it around in the West until, you know, he finally rides off into the sunset. Fine. I get it. Personally, if you look at the two of them, Hobbs probably should have beaten the bricks off of him inside of four minutes last week, but that's not the story they told. You can't give Dustin Rhodes a competitive match and have him get a ton of help for powerhouse Hobbs to win that match. Like if he was fighting QT Marshall. Okay. Yeah. That booking makes more sense. So I was happy to see powerhouse Hobbs ditch QT and company tonight because he doesn't need him. This is a long time coming. Yeah. We have been waiting for this and we did talk about this last week. Like, dude, your name is powerhouse Hobbs powerhouse you shouldn't need anyone with you and qt marshall was really getting on my nerves in this match because as much as i wanted ricky to win i'm just like just let them fight why do we keep having outside interference Mm -hmm. and i remember i was devastated when team taz broke up like i needed a solid finish to this story and i feel like we really got that tonight but qt ended up coming through because all his shenanigans ended up costing hobbs the match which i appreciate it because i love ricky so we are the ricky fan club here yes um, we absolutely absolutely love it i'm glad that qt and is is finally just away from Hobbs because I don't think Hobbs needed that. Now Hobbs, like you said, Cresta, I absolutely agree with you, can be on his Randy Orton vibe and just be a monster. A menace. Yes, monster, menace, everything. He can go and ruin the roster. Because you could see it. He has that enforcer-type vibe that, like, unless he literally comes face-to-face with, like, a luchasaurus or even if they – push the butcher for real for real but that's another argument mm-hmm. for another day but like he, he could be that guy that'll yeah. he could beat up cm punk i'm sorry phil please don't beat me up but i think he could beat up cm punk and it'd be believable you don't need all that shenanigans i think there was a story to tell with ricky starks beating powerhouse hobbs mm-hmm. but also hobbs beat up ricky starks like you said i four minutes yikes yeah yeah i can yeah. see it i can see it like, honestly, the, the history between Starks and Hobbs got lost in this tonight. Mm-hmm. It, it wasn't about that. It wasn't about Hobbs turning on his old partner. It was about Hobbs turning on his new partners. Yeah. So it was it was all of, it, was, it wasn't about past breakups. Right. It was the new breakup that that was happening here. Uh, and Ricky really only hit like what? 
four moves this entire match. Like he got a couple of hope spots. Uh, he was able to slip out and, and deliver that power bomb off of the top rope. Um, went for the, the tornado DDT. There was something in the air tonight. Cause there were a lot of slips. Like, I don't know if it was humid. Sweaty. If somebody, somebody put some baby oil on those ropes or not, but, uh, that was, look, I give him credit for both of them for just kind of like getting through it and, and finishing the spot looked a little rough, but it is what it is. Uh, honestly add a little bit of realism for me because like you got Ricky Starks, who's trying to just muscle this big dude over and he finally, you know, makes it happen. Uh, and then what he hits, he hits the spear and then that's a it. Like he hit like, spear. like holy crap. I love his spear. Like that man, just the, the, that dude is borderline flying, at least falling with style. When he hits that damn spear, it is, it is art. It is beauty to watch. Uh, and I'm, and at least I'm glad that Hobbs like conked heads with QT because again, taking that little offense in that match, even though they were a couple of high power moves, makes him look a little bit weak uh looks a little bit weak as well but uh you know i'm I'm nitpicking uh at this point so what did you guys think of uh hobbs and starks who do you guys will think will win next week the finale of the owen hart cup men's final between ricky starks and samoa or excuse me and cm punk should have been samojo but uh get your super chats in get your humper chats in couple more uh thoughts on uh punk and joe eloquent says uh punk finished his story before cody lol right, um, yeah. hmm. hey to be fair though that one started a little bit sooner uh than than cody so we'll we'll do a timed one all right so i think i'll do a quick math here i think uh 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 Cody has about five more years or so uh, to, to win that WWE championship. We'll see. Uh, Darren Walker says, I love Iridian. She's awesome. I got a feeling that Punk's first loss back uh, is going to be against MJF. And honestly, that that's almost another reason why you need to put Ricky over because what what is, what is having CM Punk win the Owen Hart do for CM Punk? Like, and it's not going to hurt anybody if he loses. I like, it's a win win i it doesn't hurt cm punk it puts ricky over and mm. if they actually use the owen hart belts this time around great great it still it gives it star quality i it doesn't hurt anybody put rick put richard starks over poor more it's gonna be interesting this matchup because they they both left the arena pretty banged up uh heck cm punk collapsed at the end of the show as ricky was hobbling his happy ass back up the ramp and and down the uh the baby face tunnel so maybe these both these guys will just maybe it'll be a crutches match next week they'll both be like you know just oh hobbling around <laughs> struggling to breathe that'll be an interesting uh main retirement event home week. mayhem <laughs> sponsored by aarp <sighs> harley cameron needs a raise by the way because as krista said she uh she stopped hobbs from uh from whooping qt's ass even more uh, than they did earlier. So she got that full-time contract, but now, now she needs a raise from uh, QT for saving his backside. Very uh, lucky it wasn't Randall Keith, because girl, <laughs> <laughs> Christian Cage too, because I think he would have did it to you too, sis. <laughs> Interesting promo tonight from Miro, ladies. Uh, just kind of summing it all up, says he fears no one now because he has nothing left to covet he has lost his belt his god and his double jointed hot wife and he says a big battle is coming and it's the one we have all been waiting for iridian what on god's green earth is miro talking about here 
I am just as confused as you are, Rick. I said, sir, I think you already did this promo and now you just added some extra things about your wife. I was like, all right, maybe we're going to get like a, a clue as to like who he's going to fight. I thought maybe there was going to be something in the background, you know, of like, you know, one of these things is not like the other, like you got to find it. Nothing, nothing. I am so confused. And we talked about this last week. Miro, what is going on? What are we doing? Like, I, unless, I know. unless he's just going to show up on like dynamite on Wednesday and cold cock MJF. Like, I don't know what we're doing. Like, what are we talking about here? Like, that's what I've been waiting for. Like, okay, put Miro in the AEW title picture. That That's all I could think that I've been waiting for. For over a year now, Cresta, what what the heck do you think he, this man is talking about? What we've all been waiting for. If that's not it, I'm clueless. I'm so glad y'all said y'all didn't know because I <laughs> didn't know either. And I was like, wow, I'm, I'm not a good wrestling fan, let alone someone who covers this show. But also, too, if my husband doesn't want me the way Miro talks about his hot, flexible, double-jointed wife, I don't want him. I don't want him. <laughs> Love your wife the way Miro loves his wife. Because honestly... <laughs> 10 out of 10. I I don't know. I think, I, again, maybe if he beats up MJF, but he said he's not looking for gold, who would you want to see him be? I would suplex a dinosaur. You're going to beat up Luchasaurus? I, I don't know. Just beat up people. No, why don't you cause the running at the Owen Hart cut? Maybe, maybe that's what you mean. Or the running with Adam Cole. I, I don't know. I don't know. Sorry. Like, honestly, it's, it's been so long, I can't even remember who Miro was last feuding with. Mm. Like, just God. <laughs> That's the most consistent storyline he's got. His, his God turned his back on it, then he recepted it, redeemed these nuts, hot, flexible wife. I mean, okay, are we are we going to pull a WWE here? Is he going to be wrestling a spotlight next week? Like, what the hell is going on? I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm confused. If anybody in the chat can, can help us out, send in those humper chats, send in those super chats, and uh, we'll, 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 try to, we'll try to figure this out. Uh, together but either way you you've got my attention okay i'm i'm curious to see what uh what what miro thinks we have all uh been waiting for if it ain't him going after the aew world championship i have no idea um i was extremely extremely excited about willow nightingale and athena uh this match was going to bang tonight and would have been the cherry on top of what was a a, a show full of just excellent professional wrestling ladies but uh unfortunately for the second time in this tournament they've now had to postpone one of the women's matches of course dr Britt baker was ill uh so we didn't get that match the week prior but we did get that match this week and ruby soho won as she should have but uh willow nightingale uh injured in her new japan strong title match against julia uh you heard sean at the top of the uh show if you didn't uh hear it uh you know, she was hurt in that match with Julia. She should be fine, ready to go next week on Rampage. So I'm a little mad now that it's on, you know, out on collision. <laughs> but all right, whatever. Fine. Um, did get a nice promo exchange, though, Cresta, with, with Athena, who is one of my favorite people in wrestling, period. Her. But just getting her on television and putting a microphone in her hand is, is also great. And she's she hops up there. She's questioning uh, whether or not that uh, Willow is truly injured. She's like, but how injured? Hell, I got hurt. I took three flights in coach just to get to Regina, right? Like. <laughs> <laughs> 
every week I watch a wrestling promotion and I'm like, everyone just needs to adopt the SCU. This is the worst town I've ever been in. <laughs> the way she was saying it, she was one step away from, oh, brother, this town stinks. Like, <laughs> oh my God. I love her. She's borderline anime villain. Yeah. But she can beat you up too. And I love Athena for it. Athena versus Willow. Besides this being the only women, no, this wasn't the only women's match. I've totally forgot about Julia Hart. I apologize. But that match would have slapped because these are two stiff women. I cannot wait, but I'm with you on that, Rick. It's not happening on my show, so. Mm-mm. Well, you know, we, we're going to at least get to talk about it next week, right? I think I think Rampage falls under our jurisdiction, if, uh, if memory Yo, serves. Yo, let's just commandeer it. Just, just... Yeah, we'll just take we'll it. Snatch it. We'll snatch it. We'll take it. No big deal. I'll make sure. I will make sure to watch that because that's a match I one i will go out of my way uh to get but uh yeah iridian um interesting setup here though because this match is going beyond the owen hart in the fact that willow said hey if i beat you next week i want a shot at that ring of honor women's championship which honestly to me that that that's a red flag athena's winning streaks in danger next week mm-hmm yeah, that's kind of scary. And Athena was quick to question. She's like, all right, how do you even know you're going to be cleared? Yeah. Which makes me know that now Willow's going to be cleared and that we're going to be good to go. And now we're going to get that championship match, which is scary because I love Willow. But I also really, really love Athena. And they are both hard-hitting women. They hit hard and stiff. And you're just like, man, oh, this is going to be so good. And I'm glad that Rampage does fall under our jurisdiction. So we can talk about it. That could be first thing that we t- mention next week. So that's going to be good to see who wins that. Got a humper chat here from Bizarro Big L. I hope Willow gets a good push soon. She has been so good lately. They need to strike on this heat. And being a collider means we get banging matches all night. And that sign was true. Joe is the true tribal chief. Take notes, Roman. Starks versus Punk will in fact bang when i saw that sign everyone in my house laughed and all i could think he's not even related to those guys <laughs> but i could see it happening because are you gonna get out of coquita clutch tribal chief i think not those are his beads now no i'll look i i will bow down i've stood next to the man i will bow down at the feet of samoa joe i i i want none of that smoke uh real Hey guys, have you ever wondered what happened to the legendary Chuck Norris? I saw a video he made and I was shocked. He is in his 80s, still kicking butt, working out, staying active. He looks like he's got more energy, can work out longer, even has plenty of that energy left over for his grandkids, and he did this by making one change. He said that he still feels like he's in his 50s. His wife even started doing this thing too. She's never felt better. She says she feels 10 years younger, her body looks leaner, has energy all day, And Chuck's made a 20-minute video explaining step-by-step how anyone can do this same thing to see incredible changes in their health. Staying active is important. Moving around keeps you feeling good. Making sure that you take care of your gut health, your digestion, just overall, is also very important. Right now, you can go to mymorningkick.com slash Fightful. Watch Chuck's video right now. That's mymorningkick.com slash Fightful. Check out what Chuck Norris has to say. What's got him feeling so good these days? He explains everything, and you won't believe how simple it is. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Quick though, speaking of banging, we, we, we uh, got a message from Sean Ross app. Is your sex life stuck in developmental? Well, get ready for a call up with bluechew.com and the code FIFL. Same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but how about this? No awkward in person visits, no trips to the pharmacy. It ships straight to your door in a discreet package. But let me tell you, your package is not going to be discreet when you use Blue Chew and the code Fightful. Helps to give you that confidence, that performance to take you straight to the main event, if you know what I'm saying. When approved online by one of our physicians, it just arrives straight to your door. You're not going to have people nosing around with what you're doing. And right now, you get your first shipment free when you use the code Fightful. Go straight to the top. You know what I mean. Memorable performance. High spot, you know, whatever other innuendos you can think of, bluechew.com and the code Fightful. All right. So. <laughs> that ad. Shaw Ross sat doing the Lord's work because holy hell. <laughs> so we did not get, unfortunately, Athena versus Willow tonight. And instead, we only got uh, one women's match on the show. Um, they added a lot of extra time, as Sean reported at the top of the show. This match didn't eat up a, a whole lot of time. But we did get to see Julia Hart riding a 23-match win streak. She's taking on uh, Bambi Hall tonight, who is playing the role of Mary McJobber, uh, because she really did not get a chance to showcase what she can do. Uh, this was all about Julia Hart just beating her down. I mean, she she bullied this woman half her size, and she bullied this woman for the minutes or seconds as long as this match went on. Oh, honestly, <laughs> I mean, honestly, like this match to me was more about Julia's entrance than than anything. Like she has a fantastic entrance. I love the song. I love the look. And if she's gonna get featured more on the show, that's great, Iridian. But you 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 take away Athena and and Willow, and you give us a women's squash match, and then yeah, sure, you added extra time onto Bullet Club Gold and FTR, which we'll talk about later, which was fantastic. But it's like, you, I don't know, man. Like, there's something about it that it rubs me the wrong way that we only got like two minutes of of women's wrestling tonight. We were supposed to have Athena versus Willow. That's interesting. That um, you know, I we talked about how FTR and Bullet Club Gold did get a little bit longer time in their match, and it was noticeable. And then for Julia and Bambi, we got like two, three minutes. Uh Um, So that is interesting. I hadn't put that together. Why wouldn't they just give the women's match a longer time period, which would have made sense. But um, I think the match for what it was, Julia was so good. Julia was scaring me. I felt like she was bullying me. I felt personally attacked. And she was doing things that just made me think like, man, she's fighting like she's four times her size. Like she was really putting in the work. And I'm glad that they mentioned she had a 23 winning streak because I hadn't, I hadn't, I didn't know that. So I'm like, okay, Julia, 
putting in the work. I'm here yeah. for it. You're intimidating. You're putting part of a badass crew. And I can appreciate that. Yeah, 100%. I'm, I'm, I'd be willing to bet a lot of those matches happened on dark or, or elevation. But, hey, they count, right? Yeah. So that's great. It's now up to 24 uh, here at Cresta. But uh, we did get a super chat here. Like I said, um, her entrance is spectacular. And Stephen W. agrees. Uh, Julia Hart has the best entrance in wrestling. Oh, period. That's a story, says Stephen. That is a strong, I mean, strong statement, Krista. I mean, the hat sells it. I wouldn't say the best, but it's up there. It's it. It would be in my top twenty. I think it's pretty cool. The house, the the house, the hat sells it. And in regards to that match, for the first thirty seconds, Bambi was like, "You ain't gonna bully me," and then Julia Hart was like, "Actually." <laughs> I am going to bully you. So, <laughs> and that finisher, the heartless, yeah. it, it's a very pretty finisher. It's really good. Yeah. I'm sitting here trying to think, because I'm not good at thinking of these like things off the top of my head, but I'm like, best entrance in wrestling. <sighs> I mean, if we're talking about all time, I mean, top three for me is Shawn Michaels, because who was really hitting oh. the poles like that? Mm. That. I was. I yeah. still try to hit that to this day. I still try to hit that to this day, and I mean Jeff Jarrett's is pretty clean because who doesn't? <laughs> You're a liar if you don't. You're a liar if you don't. You may not like the guy, but if you had the chance, he was in the ring. You're like. <laughs> I'm gonna have to think. Like now, I'm gonna be thinking about this all show. Like Shinsuke Nakamura's right back when he was like treated like the rock star in in NXT. Uh, and you had the lights flicker in and he's running and he's dancing. Finn Balor, the demon, when that first showed up, that's one of the best entrances. Even I, I his old me. one where you were like, oh, yeah, yeah, that, oh. that's the one. That, that's the one that hits, right? Mm -hmm. The lights are going up and everything is well timed and the entire. They flash that that white light across the entire arena and everybody's got their arms going up in the air. Uh -huh. One of my cool. faves, Batista. Not yeah, a lot yeah. of stuff. He got the pyro. You got the amazing, amazing, sir. Sweet. Yes, he got to the point, which I appreciated. I, I Bray you know, Wyatt's too. Oh my God, the fiend. Yeah. Oh, when the oh, fiend was, first came out with yeah. the with the lantern. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I could think. Oh, Charlotte Flair coming out of the helicopter because that was she's like you hoes look cheap. <laughs> yeah. So good. You know what I loved about that is Ronda Rousey and Charlotte both got like these elaborate entrances for that match. And then Becky just shows up. And she's like, bitches, please. I'm just going to take these belts and leave. All right. I don't, I, need your all, I'm, I don't need your all special entrance for none of this. None of this. I said we did get to see uh, the rest of House of Black uh, or at least Malachi Black. He had my God, the 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 visuals on this, like however they're putting these or shooting these or editing these together is fantastic it is a really really strong look um but he and andrade here uh Iridian are in a disagreement over his mask right malachi cuts this really interesting promo you know saying the reason he took andrade's mask is because it's you know i'm paraphrasing here it's not like the source of his power it actually holds him back he's better without it and he's gonna prove it to andrade that he is as good as he believes he is, and he's going to show the whole world that he was right. And then we come back, and Andrade is backstage, and he cuts a, a live promo completely in disagreement, saying, hey, look, this mask represents 
my family, my culture, my country, all of the Latino people. Um, and he says he's going to prove that it's his sense of strength by beating Malachi Black. So it at its basic point, like feuding over stealing a mask seems eh, kind of all right, whatever. I think these guys are doing their best to to make this work and really sell it like, no, this it, it's more than just a facial covering like this. This means something. It's got to be a mask versus mask at this point. We have, I feel like Miro is very in his feelings that his friends or his coworkers took his mask. Like this is another form of bullying. And I, <laughs> I don't know, man. Andrade, I absolutely love, but I feel like maybe the masks are holding them back in the story. I feel like they could just be fighting in the ring and I do appreciate these promos because they are very creative. Um, they're, they're, I feel like they're doing the best with what they got. So I just, I'm ready for them to fight. I need enough. I'm done talking. People can just go into the ring and fight it out. And I think we will be good to go. Come on, Mark Henry. There's been enough talk. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I agree to an extent, but mm. I actually like them being so creative over, like you said, this is clearly going to become a mask versus mask. And we haven't, who hasn't seen that? Mask versus mask, hair versus hair, loser leaves no. town. You're doing the best with what you got. But I do think that the opposing ideals of Malachi feeling like, well, I have to wear a mask because I'm hideous. I'm the Phantom of the Opera. And you choose to wear a mask to hold on to what? You became more popular when you gave up the Lucha Libre style. And I feel like in the confines of kayfabe, if you are not from Lucha Libre, you don't really understand what the mask is about. Sure. Ripping off people's masks, taking it off to win a fight. The mask is super important, especially in that culture. Like he said, it's my family. It's the hopes and dreams of the Latin people. This is Lucha Libre. So it's not that you're just taking my mask. You're taking my mask, you guys are weird. I don't like that you're taking my mask and you're weird. And I don't want to join your little cult because you're also weird. So if you want to fight, let's fight. I mean, I could see Andrade in the House of Black, but I could also see Andrade like, mm, y'all are weird. I wear a mask for a different reason. Y'all wear a mask because you're weird. <laughs> I, I did like, you know, Malachi basically admitting that Andrade is better than him, like really kind of putting him over in that sense, um, which probably tells me that Malachi is going to win this thing, uh, probably whenever these two uh, guys do end up meeting. Uh, regardless, I thought this was a nice uh, progression of the story. We do have a super chat from, uh, or excuse me, a humper chat uh, from Carlos. He said, uh, Kevin Kelly's comment tonight that Andrade speaking nice and slow for us to understand sounded kind of racist to me. Am I overblowing it? Um, I'm not going to lie. When, when he said it, I was like, mm, there was a grimace on my face for sure. I'm like, I, yeah, I'm like, I don't know if that was needed to be said and I could understand people taking it the wrong way. I don't think Kevin meant it in any kind of, I think he meant it in a way that was like talking, you know, like I would talk really fast or anybody would talk really fast. No, he, I think he meant it in a way that like Andrade was just being very crystal clear with his message and putting emphasis in every single word to really sell everything about the promo. But yeah, the, it, it came off kind of bad, and I, I did grimace when it was when it was mentioned. Anybody else? Questions, comments, could have, concerns? Could have gone without that. <laughs> I don't think we needed it. And I, 
I guess, yeah, he did bring attention to it. But also, like, if Andrade would have done his promo in Spanish, people would have also been mad of like, oh, well, they, you know, he said it in Spanish. You know, why aren't why aren't people saying anything? Um, and Andrade's second language is English, so people have to be aware. Um, but I don't think that that nobody needed to bring attention to it. Yeah, no, honestly, I agree I, with that. He's he he sounded fine. He sounded great. It was. I agree. Even if you were trying to say, well, he's making it crystal clear. I think even if you are a native English speaker, when you talk slow like this and you're beefing with somebody, you're super serious. Yeah. I got the tone. You didn't need to do that. And like Iridian said, English is not his first language, but also wrestling fans. Sometimes, especially English-speaking wrestling fans, if, lang- if English ain't your first language, we want to cook your shit. Oh, we, we want to cook you <laughs> online for no reason. And it's like, bro. And then when they speak English, it's like, oh, you're English. What do you What do you want from me? What exactly. do you want from me, bro? I don't think it was needed to, bro- to be brought up. <clears throat> but also, shout out to Andrade because, like, psh, you didn't need to tell us. We understood it, bro. Like, shout yeah. out to Andrade. <laughs> and look, I mean, Sean has talked about it before, how hard he has worked uh, on on his English and he's great. I, I think it's fine, you know, regardless. And I'm, I'm willing to bet for, for Kevin, the second it came out of his mouth, he was like, damn, I shouldn't have said God that. Damn, that, damn, that, was, no. that, was, that was a screw up. That's going to be on social media later. You know, Fightful's definitely going to talk about it. I'm sure that's the first thing that, that popped up in his head. Uh, to be for fair sure. to Kevin, sometimes I've heard words from JR's. I love JR, but sometimes like JR, that's not oh what's God. happening right now. <laughs> oh my God. I've, Go back and listen to the king. Oh, good, <laughs> good when lord! When you were a kid, it's like yeah. When you're an adult, oh my god! That that's another time. That that's a whole other time and place. And things are just things have not aged well. Uh, <laughs> the a lot of things have not aged well. Uh, continue to get uh, your super chats and your humper chats, and guys, we'll be talking. We'll be uh, getting through all of them uh, throughout the entirety of the show tonight. Uh, also, give us a uh, thumbs up there. And if you have not uh, subscribed to the Fightful YouTube channel, what you waiting for? Go ahead and hit that subscribe button. We got review shows literally every single night of the week. Also, Fightful Select, just $5. All of Sean's breaking news. It's the best $5 you could possibly uh, spend. Let's dive into FTR, Bullet Club Gold. This match... If, in in a word was just insanity there's there was at one point like i just stopped taking notes at one point because i could not keep up <laughs> with everything that was going on and i don't even really know where where to start with this right this was another one of those matches by the way though where it was like felt like there was something in the air because there were multiple spots in this match where it kind of looked like the two teams were not on the same page something went awry with the monkey flip um you know, there was the the slip on the on the whip around, right? Where they're countering the, the throw into the ropes and then juice slipped off there. Am I and then- Jabroni? Because I thought that was part of the show. <laughs> like Juice Robinson being a wrestling gremlin, to me, it made sense that you can't really get a hold of him. I- mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and look, and it, it, it added a sense of realism to it, but when you think about these matches are, you know, more like a dance than anything, right? Like, and that's why sometimes botches add more to the match. And these guys were going after each other. So in the yeah. end, it kind of did add. But you also look at the chop spot in the corner where Cash just, like, juice ducks and Cash just, like, basically hits him across the cheek, uh, basically, with, with the slap across the corner. So there were some spots in here where it just didn't look like they were on the same page early on. 
But my God, Iridian, did they turn it on after the first commercial break and on? Like, this thing just cranked up to 65 miles per hour, and then they put the pedal to the metal and just kept going until the end. I was exhausted. I was exhausted watching this match. Oh, my God. Bullet Club Gold cracks me up. Jay White going up to the camera with his little finger guns. He'll be like, that I absolutely live for that this man is so hilarious and like what is this supposed to do <laughs> and then juice silly goose robinson that man out there just frolicking ringside he cracks me up i absolutely love this team and yeah they did pick it up right after that commercial break and man these guys were fantastic it's was the last match of the first hour. And it happened last week too, where I'm like, okay, Ricky and Juice were the last match of the first hour. And this was main event quality. And I feel like this match was also a main event quality match. And what a fantastic match it was. I, <laughs> I had so much fun watching it, but like even more fun laughing at Jay White with his little, his little hands. <laughs> so there was a, there at one point, right? Cause a lot of, er Cash was getting his butt whooped a lot early on, right? He hits the hot shot across the ropes, and they, they are working his midsection for the longest time. And I liked the story that they were telling there with Dax, where his emotions kept getting the better of him, and he missed a lot of tags because he wasn't in the right position and he wasn't in the right frame of mind, really selling the art of tag team wrestling. Like, I liked that little subtle story that they, they put into the beginning there. Finally, though, he gets tagged into the match, uh, hot tag. He unleashes his fury. Ends up getting a two count on Jay White with a brain buster, and that was just the first of many false finishes. Uh, Jay ends up kicking out of the superplex splash combo from Dax and Cash. Uh, Juice saves uh, Jay from uh, getting pinned off of a uh, spike pile driver. Uh, Jay White kicks out of the um, of the rebound power bomb, and then an uppercut. Like just. Nothing would put Jay White away. And by the time this match got to its its closing moments, Jay White is just gross. Like he's just got stuff flying off of him. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but like his face is just like snot and sweat and it is just flying everywhere. That's how hard these dudes just kept hitting each other. Uh, eventually Dax ends up getting lost on who's legal. Juice just plants him in the middle of the ring with what looked like an inverted DDT. And pinned him really before I think Cash whiffed. I think he he was there, but he just whiffed, uh, which was an interesting little finish. And it now sets up next week, Cresta, a two out of three falls match for the tag team championships between these two. Uh, so what we got tonight was an appetizer for <laughs> what we're gonna get next week. Like, are you kidding me? Like, this is an appetizer. <laughs> I need a I need a nap before next week's show. Like I need to be properly freshed up for this. Very that. Like I have to give props to commentary, even though we just gave it to him in the last segment. <laughs> when they said that there is a reason why uh, Jay White won every title in New Japan, and nobody knows Jay White better than Juice Robinson because they hated each other. Mm -hmm. You could absolutely see the teamwork. I have to always say I love watching Juice Robinson wrestle. Somebody online said he looked like the Cinnamon Crunch Toast little uh, gremlin. <laughs> that was Seahawk. Yeah, that was Seahawk. And I chimed in and I said he looks like the Noid from uh, Domino's Pizza back in the day. And when he wrestles, you hear him throughout the ring, throughout the, the Coliseum. He is so good. 
he was getting his butt whooped though, just like you said Cash was. I think this coming up with the two out of three falls, man, oh man, I'm so glad Battle of the Belts is three hours next week. It's yeah. just going to be a shame because this was a match like this, two out of three falls with every other thing they have out. It's going to be a pay-per-view quality, yeah. but I'm pre-tired. I am pre-tied because like Iridian said too, this felt like the main event. I could I could have sworn like, okay, it's 10 o'clock. Wow, what happened to the punk match? But I, I'm not yeah, mad exactly. at it. Exactly. Like we got this before punk and Samoa Joe. I'm like, I'm gonna go get my third cup of coffee for the day because yeah. I need to wake the F up yeah. after that one. I was just absolutely exhausted. And yes, you're right, by the way. That's a note there. They added Battle of the Belts to the end of collision next week. So it's gonna be a three-hour show. Um I can only assume that means we'll be on at 11:10 next week. Uh, no one's told me that officially, but I just makes sense that we would just go on at 11:10 and talk about all three hours plus we... rampage. I'm sorry, I'm double booked that day. Slammiversary is also that day, so mm. we're Man. gonna figure it out. I'm, I'm gonna jump <laughs> in on both days. Like, hey guys, what's up? Hey guys, what's up? <laughs> somebody, somebody call Joel. Somebody call Joel <laughs> and Kate. And get John Alba in here. I mean, wait, come on, we got a bullpen. I'll do it. All right, we'll do. Well, all of us will do all the shows at the yes. same time. We'll yeah. all get together to think tank. <laughs> God, can we? Let's just do one giant, massive thing, and we'll just do two shows at once, and we'll all talk over each other. It'll be chaos. It'll be great. Be like anarchy in the arena. Let's just go. <laughs> anarchy in the fightful collision impact arena. <laughs> Uh, nice little promo package uh, put together for Battle of the Belts next week. So we're going to get Sean Spears and Luchasaurus uh, next Saturday for the TNT Championship uh, in Calgary. So that's going to be uh, really fun to watch as well. Scorpio Sky back in action, taking on action and Dreddy, actually. And uh, they let action shine in this one uh, more than I thought they were going to because he got the TV entrance. You know, like they, a lot of the focus is on Scorpio Sky. Scorpio didn't get as big of a pop as I was expecting him to get uh, a little quiet, a little quiet there to start, but uh, they were into it by the end. Uh, ultimately he gets the win with the TKO Iridian. And then he does the, the, the opposite of Joe. He actually shook action's hand and left the ring. So now we have good guy, respectful Scorpio sky. Good guy. <laughs> match was match was good. Uh, high paced action. Just, uh, kind of gets lost in the shuffle when talking about all the action that we had just saw. It was a good come down match right after what yeah. we had just gone through with FTR and, and bullet club gold. Um, but it's going to be interesting to see what they do with Scorpio sky moving forward. Yeah. I'm also surprised that he didn't get that big of a pop because we haven't seen him in so long. He's finally back in the ring and I just thought there would have been a little bit more excitement. So I was kind of disappointed, but yeah, they're both high flyers. They were both fast paced and I had, honestly didn't write much about this match because i was exhausted from that tag match um but we haven't seen scorpio in such a long time and he looked great out there which i think looks good maybe he can fight miro like i don't know that could probably be the next move who knows i had a, I had a hand cramp after that fdr <laughs> uh, bullet club gold match trying to catch i agree fight everything you, down <laughs> just trying to write it all down i felt uh, like old boy in the death note <laughs> <laughs> And then I'm like, I got to write and look at the screen at the same time. Like, uh, uh I can't look down. What a mess. Uh, we did get a, uh, a super chat from Eloquent who says collision is now four for four. Such a fun show. FTR versus yeah. bullet club gold. Uh, Bizarro big L sending in a humper chat says glorious 
Bobby Roode. I missed that, man. And his theme song. Uh, it was a crime when they took that away. Can we say how good of a kickout artist Switchblade is? He did it at 2.999. This is why they didn't send him on a solo. Also, this match gave me FTR versus Briscoe vibes. Mm. I saw the two out of three at uh, DBD run it. So, yeah, this look, there was, like I said, a little, a little, I don't want to say sloppy, but they weren't they weren't clicking early in this match, and then they just absolutely cranked it up to eleven. I I enjoyed this a lot. I I do like the the shout FTR Briscoe vibes. I I would agree with that uh, a little bit there, but uh, man, next week, like I said, this is the appetizer. Like damn, <laughs> like this is what they got coming up next week. Uh, that's going to be absolutely insane actually all of the action they got next week is is going to be insane listen to this dynamite card they announced tonight so we got the uh eliminator tag team tournament we're going to get darby and orange cassidy versus sammy and daniel uh garcia and then mjf and adam cole versus brian cage and big bill swerve versus nick wayne ruby versus sky blue and jericho versus commander boy tk just don't mess around uh, with, with these dynamite cards anymore, Cresta. He just don't. I'm happy for him. I mean, every week, like I said, wrestling fans, we cook everyone for every reason, any way possible. Say what you want about Tony Khan, but when he books y'all bangers, y'all be shutting up real fast. Mm-hmm. Athena and Willow, we already know, is going to be on Rampage. And then on Collision, we do know that we will be getting the Owen Hart finals, both the men's and women's matchup. All right, let's let's go into full-on prediction mode here. All right, Iridian. So this means you have to pick who your your women's final is. We'll start with the women's match, right? Pick who your women's final is and who wins it. Dang, that's crazy. Um, I don't. There's just so many good options. I think that this would be a very very good win for Sky Blue because she has really been pushed very well lately. And like we said, if Collision is a show where you're going to try to feature people who are really rising stars, I think she would be a perfect example of someone who can really take that and really run with it and continue to grow over the next year. So um, Sky is going to be my my final, yeah, my winner. Over who? Oh, man. So it would be, it would be either Willow or... Uh... I love Willow. Or Athena. I love Willow so much. Okay, so it Yeah, I guess I gotta you know what? Okay, I I take it back. Sorry, Sky. Love you so much. <laughs> so she's gotta feel this, okay? Willow, you can take it, girl. I absolutely love you. Um yeah, I guess I would be happy with Willow or or Sky, but yeah, I guess I can't narrow it down, guys. I'm sorry. I can't. Cresta, hold that thought. Hold that thought because we have one more message. From Sean Ross. <sighs> Let's be real. Big nasty pubes are gross. You want that tree to stand taller. Sometimes you got to do a little bit of landscaping. Sometimes you got to do a little bit of manscaping. With manscaped.com and that code FIFA, you're going to save 20% off your order and get free shipping. What a deal. And how about this? They've got a ton of deals on that site. They got a lot of bundles, a lot of packages to help out your package. But it's not just your package. It's your body. It's your hair. They got deodorant. They've got shampoo. They've got foot deodorant. They got ball toner. They got everything at manscaped.com. And when you use that code FIFL, 
get 20% off your order and free shipping. Just a plethora of different options. Maybe you want to try a little bit of everything. Maybe you just want to try one thing. Well, Manscaped and the code Fightful will get you there. Make that tree stand taller and trim it up a little bit with Manscaped. All right, Krista. What is ball toner? (laughs) Solid question. Solid question. You know what? I talk about this all the time, that men be smelling at wrestling shows. And this is your chance to smell better, okay? I'm not going to lie. Like, slide, but this Adam, like, nah, guy, I have questions. What is ball toner? And I want an answer. <laughs> I, I honestly don't even know, uh, to be honest with you. I'd have to do, I, even I would have to do research uh, on that one. But uh, I'll say this much like, when I go to live events, more often than not, you know, ever since I, you know, since I've been in the media for so many years, I get the option of sitting in the press box or sitting in the crowd. Yeah, there's a reason I choose the press box almost every mm. time. Uh, Krista, go ahead. What, uh, your thoughts on the women's <laughs> Owen Hart? <laughs> Next week. Um, <laughs> I mean, I like Sky Blue, but let's be for real. The originals don't come out with more than one person. You about to get cheated out your boots, Sky Blue. So it's going to be Ruby Soho. Now, if Willow Nightingale wins, Ruby Soho is going to win. But Athena might also beat the living hell out of Ruby, out of Willow. So if Athena wins... I don't know, Ruby. Y'all gonna have to cheat Athena because I know from what I heard, Athena got no friends because she beat up everybody. (laughs) So I honestly, my pick is Ruby Soho. Mm -hmm. I think they finished the story with Ruby who absolutely deserves it along with Sky Blue, but I, the originals never come down with more than one person. They always want to have a fair fight and you all here fighting the rowdy rough girls. That's not happening. These Powerpuff girls are dangerous and they're evil and they always cheat. Y'all don't come out in threes, so you're going to get cheated out your boots, like Britt Baker did. Yeah, I, I don't make the rules, but you about to get cheated, Sky Blue, unless Serena Deep comes back from injury, Serena Deep comes back from injury, Thunder Rosa comes back and they all jump them. I, I, I got a wish, I got a wish, I got a wish, but I see Athena winning it if Willow doesn't beat her or Ruby Soho, and I feel like it's probably going to be Ruby Soho. So, with Ruby... And Sky Blue, right? This could go one of two ways. This could be you have the outcasts three on one against Sky, like we saw against Britt, and you know, rinse and repeat, same playbook. And Britt gets involved after the match when they try to spray paint the L on Sky Blue. Or Britt says, F this, she comes down during the match and helps Sky Blue beat Ruby. So there, there's I could honestly see either happening, right? I, comes back. I, I, that would be great, right? Because uh, look, look, we we need we need Jamie Hader and Soraya and Amber. Like it just needs to happen. Um, regardless, so I I could see either one of those happening. In fact, I would be stunned if neither one of those two things happened. Like if this match just ended clean and that was, it's not. Let's let's be honest, it's, it's not. Ruby should win. Right. And I feel like tonight was kind of like the telltale sign that she is going to win because Willow's going to beat Athena. So they want to do babyface versus heel. And, you know, Willow and Ruby have some history with one another. So obviously that makes sense from a uh, kayfabe standpoint. But also, Athena is riding 
a how many match win streak at this point? She hasn't lost since she lost to Jade Cargill at All Out. She's still the Ring of Honor Women's Champion. And Willow's coming off of an injury. So would it be that big of a deal if Athena had beaten Willow? Now, you could put Willow over big time by having her win that matchup. But, man, do you end her win streak in the semifinals? Or do you put her up against Sky Blue and make Sky Blue and put her over by ending Athena's win streak in the finals? Athena will kill that girl. A lot (laughs) of interesting angles. If I was a betting man, hmm. I think Willow wins it by beating Ruby Soho. They're gonna have they're gonna have Ruby lose in the finals two years in a row. That's yo yo. I gotta go on a ramble right quick. <laughs> how, how you how you tell her this is the promised land? Because the same thing was happening to her in the Riot Squad, and now y'all got her in the Riot Squad 2.0 doing the same thing. The same. To quote New York, you gonna bring me back to open up the same wound, Flav? The same wound? Like, why don't you believe in her? Believe, believe in her. Just, just put the belt on her. Come, come on. Like you literally could do. I'm angry. <laughs> Look, Ruby is the Ricky Starks of the women's division. Yeah, I'll, I'll fight you, Rick. <laughs> like she is. She, I can't believe you just said that. I cannot fight. believe it. She is great. She's absolutely great, but she never gets the big win. Yeah. I'm saying it's a direct comparison, right? But I mean, l- listen to that promo she cut last week. She's the best talker in that whole group. Yeah, she's the because she's the best promo of the entire Outcast, and they hardly ever <laughs> give her a chance to shine. I'll say one thing: if Ruby wins this whole thing, I need the Outcast gone. Like that, that needs to be done. <laughs> He does not need them. What are they doing to benefit her? Nothing. Coming out with illegal spray paint cans, travel size little sprays. Come on, cheating, like, baby. No, no. Just she can do this by herself. She's a powerhouse. She's great. So leave her by herself. I think this group needs to be gone yesterday. You know who you sound like, Iridian? You sound like me when me and Joel were talking about honor no more impact. Like, I don't care. They got to go. I don't care. I like Maria Canellis, but not like this. I like her husband, but not like this. I like Matt Taven, but I don't care. I don't care how it happens, but I don't care. They gotta go. <laughs> Honestly, a lot of the same complaints I hear about the outcast were some of the same stuff I was hearing about damage control, to be honest with you. It's like, <laughs> seriously. Oh my God. We might we might need to move on. <laughs> <laughs> all right. We have enough time. All right. We all agree Ricky Stark should beat CM Punk on Saturday. Yes. yes. There's no Ricky Stark beat CM Punk. I'm offended that you asked me that question when you know I was gonna say Ricky Starks. Ricky deserves this this championship. Like give him the belt. I don't care if he wears it, doesn't wear it. Let him show up with it. Phil, do your job, get there, job. I call it a day. Take your yeah. Santa Claus back so you can have something to walk out with and walk back empty-handed and call it a day. So does it happen? Yes. Uh, okay. It, 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 it needs to happen because I'm going to show up next week causing mayhem. Okay. I'm going to make a poster. If Punk wins, we riot. That's it. Damn, man. You from Chicago. Damn. Hi. I'm, I'm going to steal a line from my, from my good pr- friend, SP3. LOL, Punk wins. Cresta, what do you got? While my heart 
is 100% with Iridian. Mm. My wrestle brain is with you, Rick, with SPP. <laughs> LOL, Punk wins. LOL. Come on, come on now, guy. If we're not ready for the MJF versus CM Punk, it might be it might be Ed, Adam Cole versus. We were not ready for that yet. And the moment they said he was in this tournament, I was like, well, at least Samoa Joe will beat him up before he. <laughs> Look, they. I said this either two or three weeks. I forget how long ago I said it, right? But I said it on this program. I think they have an opportunity to really kind of lean in to heal CM Punk by having him cheat to beat Ricky Starks. And honestly, that could be the start of a lengthy program between them. Because even if you go back to when, you know, these guys were on the same team and they were warming up for their matches and Ricky like looked like he did not want to be in the same locker room with the three dudes that he was in there at the time. So he's never exactly been on the same page as Punk. So if Punk just goes out there and by nefarious tactics beats Ricky, but ultimately Ricky goes over in the end, I won't care. But if this is just a one-on-one -on -one matchup between two baby faces and for whatever reason you're going to be splitting your crowd and you put Punk over because he's CM Punk and let's be honest, Tony Khan is paying him a lot of money and he wants him to be the face of his company. So he's going to go over. It's how he goes over is going to be interesting to me. You can do a solid and still put Ricky over in the end. But with Punk holding the bag and telling that story, I don't know. I got I got bad feelings for Mr. Ricky Starks. I just me do. too. I hate it. Iridium, what you got going on? Where can people find your stuff? Well, every Saturday, you can find me here on the Fightful AEW Collision Post Show. What, and what? Yeah, you can head over to my YouTube channel at Rest Friends and you can see all the shenanigans that we got going on over there. Or follow me on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram at Iridian underscore Fiero. Threads on threads yes, as well. Yes, threads. I just made threads. <laughs> follow me, guys. It's good stuff. Yes, help her get that thread count up. Ah, see what I did there? Cresta. I am a boomer. I don't have threads because I'm late <laughs> to everything. Um, you're not that late. It's still early in the game. <laughs> well, maybe I'll make one afterwards, but screw Zuckerberg. Anyway, Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays, you can typically typically find me on Twitch or TikTok at Cresta Star. Um, Thursdays and Saturdays, you can find me here on Fightful dot com or youtube.com slash fightful thursdays myself and joe pro cover everything that happens on the impact zone the impact zone and on saturdays i am here with rick and your rest friend iridian and we are on sometimes sean ross sap like today and yeah. we have a funky good time we talk about aew collision this saturday is also slammiversary ladies and gentlemen so i'm not sure where i'm gonna be you might see me on both shows but either way Support AEW Collision. Support Slammiversary. Support Riccicino. But he's going to tell you where he can you can find him. Where can they find you, Rick? Well, real quick, before we do that, now I want you to, like, keep – I want you to pull your own version of Mick Foley next week. I want you to keep popping in with, like, a different mustache or something every time you come in and out. Uh, the, the three You don't know what That's you've that. just done. You don't know what you've just done. And if I can make it work – I will definitely do that. I'm going to be the most annoying person you've ever met in your entire life. <laughs> oh, that's a that's a high bar, young lady. So I say, bring it. Come on, come on, with it now. Young. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you guys can uh, find me literally anywhere, whether it's Instagram, whether it is Facebook or Threads. Uh, I'm trying to get the, that thread count up myself. 
It's Rick Uccino. That's that's the name anywhere you go on the screen. R I C K U C C H I N O. You search that in that order. You're gonna find me on the uh, on the social media apps. Uh, so hit me up there. Those are usually the one stop shops for everything that I have going on, whether it's for SB Nation. Uh, which is Cage Side Seats. I've written a lot of articles for them recently, both interviews and um, editorials. That's the uh, word I was looking for. Got a couple of recent interviews, one with Wheeler Yuta. Uh, I talked to him ahead of his match with Kenny Omega on Wednesday. We went deep into anarchy in the arena. We went deep into uh, blood and guts, what he's expecting out of blood and guts coming up in a couple of weeks, as long as he can perform because he did suffer a uh, an injury this past week but they think he'll be all right uh we also dove into his college days honestly talking he was at villanova during two national championships and he got to take part in one of the big uh parades outside and parties and impromptu college parties and everything so we 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 went we went deep uh with wheeler yuda that is up on the believe in pro wrestling podcast youtube channel that is spelled b-l-e-a-v also me and my uh my good buddy sp3 we do uh live streams every tuesday at two uh, breaking down all the the WWE and uh, AEW uh, big stories of the weekend, New Japan, and a few other things. So there's a lot on my plate. Like I said, social media is the best place to find it. And I got something special coming out on Monday at 12:01. I'm not I'm not legally yet allowed to tell you what it is. It would be a real uh, heel move uh, for me to tell you what I got going on. Not a, not a star. Uh, making performance at all if i told you what was going on but 1201 p.m on monday i've been working on it all freaking day uh we'll be coming out so check the believe in pro wrestling podcast youtube channel for that and hit that subscribe button and subscribe to fightful and fightful select give sean ross app five dollars and he'll give you lots of scoops and i've talked enough we're gonna end this thank you guys we'll be back next week i do believe at 11 10 i do believe Sean will let you know for sure on every show that he's on. I am so muted. Before we get out of here, we had just one more uh, Humper Chat. Oh, missed it. One more. I got you. High five. Teamwork with DreamWork, baby. Yes, we got one more. One in at the buzzer. (laughs) From Alexander Fitzgerald, Punk versus Joe at the next Ring of Honor pay-per-view, question mark. Joe cheats to win, and Punk versus Joe at all in to end the feud. That would be gold. Look, I mean, yes. Yes. Uh, sign me up for everything, Alexander. Like these guys, they did this angle tonight for a reason, right? Beyond just that Samoa Joe is a prick and he doesn't care, right? Like, and he just wanted to ins- assert his dominance one more time. CM Punk ain't going to let that man walk away thinking he's the better competitor. You know they're going at it again. So, yeah, sign me up for all of that. Any more? Going once? I, I going think twice. that's it. I think we got okay. them all. I'm, I'm, I'm. I'm hitting end broadcast. I'm gonna check. I'm gonna check the document one more time. <laughs> All right, Drew, Drew's telling me we're done. We're done. Have a great weekend, everybody. Bye, y'all. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over thirty thousand mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over six hundred dollars each week. You can also save up to one dollar off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.